Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We have with us today Pastor Ranjit Isaac, lead pastor at City Rock Church, Chennai. He shares the secret on how to walk through life's hardest moments with joy and peace. None of us have it all easy, but all of us can have the presence of God if we allow Jesus in and keep our eyes fixed on him. Would you listen in and be blessed? Uh, good morning church. Uh, good to see you again. And I uh, hope you're doing good and enjoying this uh, uh, summer. I really want to thank God for this uh, wonderful opportunity. uh to share the word uh, in your church and uh, yeah so today i'm going to share uh you know my my sermon topic uh, today i'm going to share you know uh the topic called why prison experiences you know why do we have this uh, experience of uh, being in prison uh, i believe and i hope so that uh, nobody in our church uh, had this prison experience uh, but i had one before i got saved i was a bit uh, notorious and i have to stay uh, overnight uh, behind the bars so i know how the prison looks like uh, some of you would, uh, may not have this experience i also pray that uh, you won't have this experiences how does the uh, prison look like you know when you put inside the prison or behind the uh, bars the lot of different thoughts comes one is there is no way out you know once you're gone it's gone and it's going to be very hard for you to prove yourself and to come out and the second thing is your name is gone once you go into the prison you know you're you're embarrassed even once you come back out of the prison your name your status your position everything goes down you know and inside the prison you feel so helpless you have a lot of contacts you have a lot of influence but still you feel so helpless when you're inside the prison you know and if you are behind the bars if you are inside the prison you are stuck in one place i don't know some of you might be familiar with uh, the prison break you know of late i'm watching this uh, series called prison break where about 30 to 40 prisoners you know they lived their life for 30 40 plus years in one place they are stuck the routines are the same life is the same nothing moves forward it's stuck for 30 40 years you know then when you are behind the bars when you are inside the prison you are filled with fear even though you are so confident even though like you didn't do the uh, mistake but still the lot of fear will be inside the prison i at one point of time uh, i came to a sense that you know all my dreams all my plans cannot be executed anymore this is how being inside the prison looks like you know today uh, morning like you know my prison was different and some of you might be in this kind of situation like you don't literally go behind the bars and be in the prison but you can also have the experience of being in bondage or being like a prisoner you know someone in this place you know like you know, maybe your present situation looks like you are put in a cage you are stuck in one place where you can't move forward you know or you are maybe like you are in the prison of you know, the financial uh, crisis you have a lot of plans you have a lot of dreams but you feel that i can't make any investments i can't move forward anywhere you now some of you being in, in a family there some problems 
are so complicated even though like you know you go to a best counselors you give the best idea get the best ideas but still the family issues are very complicated and you feel that i'm in a prison where i can't come out of it or due to some of your uh, past issues you know you've been struggling you feel that i'm caught in this cage you feel that i'm caught in this past hurts and you live like a prisoner where you can't move around even in the bible we can see lot of uh, godly people had this prison experience uh, joseph had to be in the prison um uh, paul and silas had to be in the prison and uh, john the baptist has to be in the prison let's see what the prison experience will teach us today morning but i just want to encourage uh, as we're going to re- read the scriptures and study i believe our god is a supernatural god definitely whichever situation you are in when we believe in god when we believe in the sovereign power of god he is faithful to take you out of the prison you can be the prison of sickness you can be the prison of some kind of darkness you can be the prison of complicated relationships no matter what it is but let's see what we can learn out of a prison experience so today we're going to learn uh, you know uh, some few lessons from the life of paul and silas most of you know that paul was a a dynamic uh, church planter you know who you know before he got saved he was so dynamic in killing people and after he got saved he was so dynamic in saving people with the name of uh, jesus you know and paul one of the things we can see is he, he was always led by the holy spirit and never by emotions never by committee never by any other people pressure so whenever the holy spirit says go he was so bold enough to go so we're going to learn something from paul and silas and how they were able to see god in their present experience acts chapter 16 verse 16 to 40 i'll repeat one more time acts chapter 16 verse 16 to 40 just want to give a small story background where paul was led by the spirit to macedonia he supposed to go somewhere else but suddenly he heard a man crying out from macedonia and for help and immediately he changed the plans and he went to macedonia and along with paul uh, silas also was accompanied and he also like tagged along with paul to travel for this mission trip and paul after obeying god after led by the holy spirit it was so uh powerful to see like you know he met lydia and they were able to plant the church they were able to share the gospel the whole family took baptism and lot of uh, great moments experiences are happening a good start you know god spoke holy spirit led he obeyed and they saw a like an you know, immediate uh, transformation immediately they can see some kind of like you know move of god happening in this new city you know and paul goes to the marketplace again one more miracle uh suddenly he sees a girl who is being like in you know, a bound by the spirit and he says in the name of jesus and immediately she was set free from all the evil spirits and again second miracle the whole market was looking up to them and something good something crazy is happening in this place but the owner of this uh the slave girl was threatened and he said you know like these guys are going to spoil his business and immediately like you know they were put behind the bars god spoke led by the spirit they obeyed great miracles happen great transformations happen now along the way there is some problem which is coming where they were like you know put in the prison not just for an inquiry but literally both the hands and the legs were tied 
and they were tortured they were flogged they've been brutally treated over there you know in all this what paul and silas were doing is they were started they started praising singing hymns and started praying and afterwards what happened god supernaturally released them from all the chains and the bondages and the jailer saw that you know like oh my god you know the prisoners have left you know that i'm going to lose my life i'm going to kill myself you know so he was in fear but paul used the opportunity to share the gospel and the whole family took baptism this is a small background of this paul and silas uh, story so but but in a nutshell like you know paul led by the spirit but still ended in prison so a lot of times even in this morning you know uh, uh, you know you might be uh, our you know our theory of escaping prisoners you know we think if you do a lot of good works for god we'll escape prison or we ask this question why did god put me in this prison we never ask this question like you know god why this prison experience a lot of times you know we give time for god we tithe for god now or we do some kind of like some kind of like ministry so that we can escape prison experience or some of the people might be thinking like maybe when you are going through some problems so we are immediately we ask this question god i did so much and why still i have to be in the prison so i want to say very clearly even though if we are led by the holy spirit even though we obey the scriptures still prison experiences are guaranteed for everybody it doesn't matter whether you are spiritual whether it doesn't matter that you read the scriptures every day everybody had to go through this prison experience but the question is what are we learning and how do we respond to this prison experience okay the very first thing what we can learn from the prison experience paul and silas led by the holy spirit incredible ministry and immediately they had a problem in the ministry they stuck in the prison and we might we can learn something from them acts chapter 16 was 25 acts chapter 16 was 25 about midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and other prisoners were listening to them wow amazing way of responding to this the very craziest experience in paul and silas life if i was paul or if i was silas if i was paul i'll be thinking god you spoke to me you led me then why am i in this place if i was silas god i was a very faithful student and i just wanted to obey my leader okay it's okay that if he is in the prison it's okay because it was a call for him why am i in prison these are the different questions that we get through you know and uh, paul the way how they responded in this situation was you know prison experience it's an exp- it's an opportunity that god reveals our heart inside you know it is an opportunity that reveals what is inside our heart whenever we go through tough times our heart is been exposed now usually you know in school or church and they always say like he's a very calm person he's a very loving person and he never gets angry you know that's not true you know until you slap him that is where the real nature will come he is calm he is lovable he is patient you know he is very patient enough but until when he's been slapped or when he's been like you know put in a place where you no know, where his anger is triggered that is where the real heart comes out 
you know the same place you know paul great worshipper paul a great you know church planter but only when came to this prison you know it was a great opportunity to reveal his heart what was exactly inside this morning you know some of you as i said different kinds of prison you are in sickness finances complicated relationships something you feel so stuck not able to decide about your future career investments different things but this is the best season or these are the best moments of your life where it reveals what exactly inside your heart you know you can either grumble or you can have a heart of gratitude you know paul could have grumbled now god you know i have obeyed you you know he would have spoken about a spiritual like you know god i'm too spiritual i did so many church plants i healed so many people you could have grumbled from his heart saying that god why did you put me in this prison my life is gone but rather paul and silas chose to have a heart of gratitude you know if i was in the place definitely i would i will try to dial all the contacts in my list try to take me out of the place or i will be like you know writing letters to my church come on please come and rescue me different kinds of things that i've done but paul and silas you know they were not grumbling but they started singing songs of hymns and started praying with a grateful heart you know why god brings prison experience in your life to expose what is inside our heart it's always easy to worship when things are good but it is always hard to worship when things are bad because that is where we need to have the revelation of who our god is you know israelites you know very good classic example you know one day they praise another day they start grumbling suddenly when they see the red sea they start grumbling saying that you know that we had better graveyards in egypt why did you bring us the moment the red sea the moment the red sea was parted they were all dancing and worshiping and singing songs and immediately we can see like now they were struggling for manna they cried no water they grumble you know no safety they grumble whenever we are in the prison it's an opportunity for us to reveal what is inside our heart you know even our church you know i lead a, a church which is pretty young you know and uh, suddenly they stop coming to church they will they will not come for to church for like you know two weeks three weeks and they will easily say things are not good in my life you know i don't see any breakthrough in my life so why should i come to church this is an attitude of grumbling you know when things are all right in the youth camp in different places they say i want to live for jesus i want to shout for jesus do everything but things go a little bit off track and that is where the heart is been exposed you know and you all have questions does god really exist in the season you know even like john the baptist like you know a great you know guy who was did extraordinary ministry and projected jesus very well before he started the ministry but when he was inside the prison he also had this question is he the messiah he asked his disciples you know go and check with jesus is he the messiah you know yet yes it is natural to question the existence of god but why this prison experience so that it is a great opportunity for us to reveal what is inside our heart and the second thing what we can learn during the prison experience okay verse 25 as we read about midnight you know there was a, 
you know, happy to see somebody praying midnight. You know, off late we don't see these kind of prayer movements. You know, in the city, you know, for us early morning is seven, for us night is like ten o'clock. You know, but midnight, you know, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other, you know, and the other prisoners were listening to them. You know, why prison experience? It is an opportunity for us to pray and look up to God. You know, some of you are going through real tough situations where your problems cannot be described. You know, you don't have words to put it across. Maybe, you know, you're finding it difficult to like to pass through this phase, you know, but I believe, you know, if you're going through this situation, the prison experience, it's a great opportunity for us to look up to God and pray. You know, Paul was so confident in Christ. His faith was not shaken. His belief system was not shaken. His call was not shaken. He was coolly praying, looking up to God. You know, this morning, I just want to encourage you, like, you know, Joseph was put in the pit so that he cannot see anywhere. As only way that he can look up is to look up to heaven. See, in this present time, in the tough times, what you're going through, you cannot see any kind of possibilities of breakthroughs. Or you cannot see anybody coming and supporting and helping you. All the doors are shut. All the places look so dark so that you can only look up to God. How are you handling your prison right now? Are you just talking about the problem and trying to live in the depression and get some attention from people? Are you looking up to God? God, in, in, in God, I trust. I want to pray more. I want to seek your face more. I want to see a breakthrough through your name, Lord. You know, you know, uh, you know as a church, you know, uh, from Jan, we had a nice start. You know, last, it's been uh, four months over. You know, we are exhausted with our uh, finances, exhausted with our uh, uh, creativity. We're exhausted with all of our uh, contacts. You know, yeah, the church was growing. The church was doing different things. Now, last uh, 15 days, we feel that we feel that we are in prison, stuck somewhere, not able to move anywhere, not able to make decisions. So we deserve, okay, so why not pray? It's every day morning, 6.30 to 7.30, we meet up near ECR and start looking up to God because God, we have no other hope and we have no other, you know, ideas anymore like to, to grow this church or to be more creative. We are fully exhausted both mentally and physically. So, during this prayer time, you know, we didn't find answers, but we have the comfort coming from heaven. And we believe and we 100% believe that God is faithful to answer all our prayers. Even in your life, if you're exhausted, if you feel so down or you feel so, you know, you, you feel so lost in your life, the best thing you can do is you can pray, look up to God. Our God is a faithful God. He's got time to listen. He is a faithful God to listen. He's a powerful God to answer what you have prayed according to his will. So you might be thinking, why prison experience? First is, the prison experience is to reveal what is inside your heart. The second reason why God allows prison in your life experiences, so that it's a great opportunity for us to pray and look up to God. And the third thing, what happens, you know, uh, verse 25, at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. They were not singing hymns to God inside their heart. They were not murmuring their faith. They were not just trying to like, you know, act 
as if they don't believe in Jesus. But what they did was they were screaming, they were shouting and literally, you know, all the other prisoners were able to listen to them. Amen. So nice, right? When I'm going through a problem and I'm declaring the power of God, I'm declaring songs, I'm declaring who our Christ is and all the other prisoners are able to listen to it. So why we need to have this present experience? It's an opportunity to worship God for who he is. You know, this time, you know, Paul had no clue, you know, because will God come and show up or is this going to be like, you know, the, the prison is going to live forever, like, you know, or is this prison going to be like, you know, the lifetime going to be coming? We ha- he had no clue. But all he knew was he knew who his God was. He didn't worship God for what he has done, what he can do, but he worshiped God for who he is. His worship was not based on the circumstances. His worship was based on the creator. His worship was not based on the feelings. His worship was based on God. That is, you know, technically speaking, he will not have energy. You know, already like, you know, being bruised, already being like tortured, already being like, you know, handcuffed. The whole body is being like tired. And in this time, emotionally, they're not strong. Physically, they're not strong. Feelings-wise, they're not good. But still, they chose to worship because the worship was not based on the things around them. The worship was based on whom they believe and for who he is. You know, in this time, you know, you might see because of a financial crisis, you may not be able to see the Jehovah Jireh. Because of some confusion in your family, you may not be able to see Jehovah Shalom in your life. Because of some kind of constant uh, losses in your life, you are not able to see Jehovah Nessi. But my challenge, or my, I just want to encourage you, worship God for who He is. That is so powerful. It is easy to worship God after you see the miracle. But it, is, it takes so much of faith. It takes so much of revelation that we need about God. And only when we have the right revelation of who our God is, then we can worship God with the, you know, for who He is. You know, one, one, one incident we can also, we also know, you know, when Jesus, whenever He walked around, always crowd filled Him. You know, always crowd was around Him. And there was a blind man, you know, like He started uh, shouting, God, Son of David, help me. Son of David, help me. You know, and Jesus immediately stopped because that praise was different. Because he had, the blind man was able to see who Jesus is, where the hundreds of people who had the sight, but they couldn't see who Jesus is. This blind man had the revelation of, he is the son of David. And that revelation, you know, healed him. That revelation gave him the sight. So I just want to encourage you, don't focus on the prison. Don't focus on what is things are, what are things happening around. Just focus on God for who He is. It is not wrong to worship after you get blessed. That's good. To have a grateful heart is good. But it is so powerful to worship God even before you see a miracle. That is why, that's the reason God gives the prison experience. The first reason why God gives present experience in our life, first is it reveals our heart what is inside. Second, it creates an opportunity for us to pray. Third is it gives an opportunity you know, for us to worship for who He is. 
you know and the fourth thing what we can learn you know the same passage you know where we can see again again i'm going to read you know about midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and other prisoners were listening to them you know if i was in the paul's situation i would have had a pity party or i would have discussed with my disciples saying that no i made a wrong choice or you know do we really believe this right god is it them as a different questions that i've done i would have you know asked my disciple or different people but here why prison experience for paul you know it was an opportunity to declare the faith to the community so amazing you know they were declaring their faith to all the other prisoners you know that's why god gives a prison experience for us you know whenever we go through tough times whenever we go through sickness whenever we go through you know the, the, the most chaos of our life it's an amazing opportunity for us to declare whom we believe why we believe and to declare our faith you know so you know one you know uh, only these kind of moments our friends and families will be able to see who we believe and what we believe even in the midst of chaos even in the midst of struggles even in the midst of all the things which is not happening for good but still you are able to worship god and it's a great opportunity to declare our faith to our community yes you have your neighbor your family some of your some of your family members may not believe in jesus or your office mates your friends you know when you go through this prison time and when you have this prison experience it's a great opportunity for us to declare our faith to the whole community like you know you know our community might be super concerned about the situation but we will be super confident because we believe in the finished work of the cross you know they might be wondering like some of the times you know uh, you know uh, the uh, during the pandemic time you know that all our uh, uh, neighbors were so worried about like you know the the the, the cases increasing uh, people are losing life you know but only the our house you know we had a bunch of like six to seven young people we all stayed together there was a constant joy was there in the house we were playing carrom board we were laughing we were praying and people came to the house you know they were all asking questions you know we had a lot of uh, the the public workers were there and sir how can you be always be joyful you know we were able to boldly tell them you know even if you die today we have hope in christ and going to live forever and ever with the heavenly father we were able to declare our faith in the most chaos time so when you if you are in prison you know don't you know run away from the situation don't hide from all this reality be bold enough to say that god has put me in this place and my god will help me to walk through this uh, uh walk through this season why prison experience was 26 suddenly there was a such a violent earthquake and the foundation of the prison was shaken at once all the prison doors flew open and every chains came loose amen why god allows a prison experience in our life so that is a great opportunity for us to see the supernatural work of god we live in a generation where facts is involved it really matters what google says than bible says it really matters what data says you know what stats says you know so we we somehow you know we try to stop the supernatural work of god 
you know, when Paul and Silas, you know, they were in the in the prison of the most powerful government, Roman's government, you know, their prison are like super strong. The chains are super strong, and the foundation of the prison are super strong. But when they started worshiping, they saw they saw the supernatural work of God. You know why God allows prison experience in your life so that you can experience the supernatural power of God in your life. You know. I'm just, I, I'm so excited and I believe that you know, whoever is going to believe this word, whoever is going to believe this God and you will see a supernatural breakthrough in your life. You know, supernatural is natural for God. It is not something, you know, crazy. It is something very difficult. It is something that he has to think hundred times, you know, for him, it is natural. You know, our God is a supernatural God. The God whom you and I worship is a supernatural God. The way he came to this earth was a supernatural entry. The way he lived on this earth was a supernatural lifestyle. The way he went out of the world, you know, the way he exited was a supernatural exit. This is the God whom we worship. You know, in our dead ends, God can make a new way. In a hopeless situations, God can bring hope. So I, I know I, I'm 100% confident that still God is same yesterday, today and forever. His power has never changed. His promises will never fail. Whoever is going through the, the prison experience, you know, you also need to touch this dimension of, dimension of experiencing the supernatural working power of God. You know, Paul and Silas. You know, they were not planning how to use the influence. They were not planning how to use the strength and to pull the strings out or the chains out. But all they were doing is they're looking up to God and God shook the foundation of the prison and set them completely free. So don't look for, you know, uh, hope from different places or don't look for answers with, from your friends. Just look up to God and you will see a supernatural breakthrough uh, in your life, you know. And the last thing I wanted to share, you know, why God allows present experience, you know. First, I shared why God allows present experience. It's a great opportunity that reveals what is inside our heart. Second is, it is a great opportunity. It is an opportunity for us to pray. Third is, it is an opportunity to worship God for who he is. And it is an opportunity to declare our faith to the whole community. Fifth is, it is an opportunity to experience the supernatural work of God. And finally, you know, why God allows prison experience in your life. Verse 30, he then brought them out and asked, Sir, what must I do to be saved? Now the jailer is opening his hearts. You know, God opened the doors of Paul. You know, and now God is opening the heart of the jailer and he's asking Paul, please tell me how can I, you know, be saved? So why prison experience in your life? It is an opportunity to preach the gospel. Amen. So whatever you're going through, it is not for you. Somebody is going to hear the gospel through your present experience. And often, now I, we, we, we have to picture ourselves. Christian life is more of a candle. The more we burn, the more we shine. Sometimes so the more you go through the pain, it is for somebody's gain. Paul had to go through this very difficult times of his life, where his dreams were questioned. 
where his you know where all his ministry plan been completely collapsed where he was physically been you know uh, tortured and he's been chained but god used all this pain so that one family in the prison can get saved so prison experience don't focus too much on yourself god why me you know why i have to go through this why it's always me but god is going to reveal his grace god is going to reveal his love through your pain and somebody is going to hear the gospel through your prison experience you know you know everyone thought and you know, the satan shut down the door but our god is so sovereign he used the prison experience to save the jailer and the whole family what an amazing miracle that we can see in the book of acts you know god used the persecution to spread the gospel you know that is how bible works in, in the book of acts we can see like you know, three things happening you know like a, like a cycle first they pray then they preach the gospel then they get persecuted again they pray they preach the gospel they get persecuted so god one of the ways that how did he expand the kingdom of god it is not by giving the favorable government it is not by giving another you know, access to the uh, for the gospel it is always a persecution So whenever we go through a prison experience is a great opportunity for us to preach the gospel. You know God uses our prison experience to share the gospel. I want to close with one of the uh true story which happened in my life many years back. You know in my family and my mom was the first one to get saved. You know she uh when she came to uh, Chennai after she moved she got married then she found out that you know her husband is an alcoholic. and completely like clueless completely life was shattered and uh, she cannot speak properly she cannot understand what the the chennai culture looks like and completely like a hopeless situation that is where she met jesus and she gave her life to jesus so she started you know she experienced this gospel and she couldn't contain this gospel so every day she goes around different streets different houses and to preach the gospel in the nights when she come back husband's uh, the and uh, her husband as usual she, he comes home there's a lot of physical abuse used to happen again next morning she packs up bag goes and shares the gospel so during my fourth grade or fifth grade i believe you know so we were traveling from the beach station uh, towards the st thomas mount was our station to get down and while uh, traveling from beach station my mom started sharing the gospel to one of the students from uh, queen mary's college this happened like 25 or 30 years uh, yeah 25 years before so she shared the gospel you know and we and she responded to the gospel and she said you know auntie you know i really want this message to be preached to my family so can you please come home but i was stopped supposed to be in uh st thomas mount but she said please come to my house and my house is in sanatorium and okay how do we going to come so okay auntie you act act as if you are my biology teacher So I remember all the small you know when I was a kid I can picture I I can see what is happening around and my mom went to the house acted as if a biology te- biology teacher and she shared the gospel the whole family accepted Christ and they started you know believing in Jesus you know how this gospel was preached because she had an husband who is alcoholic and using that prison experience as the great platform to preach the gospel and the whole family were able to accept Christ and they slowly started coming to church so i'm just want to encourage you like you know yeah everybody goes through this prison experience but if you're going to focus too much on yourself you're going to be 
you know not enjoy this journey or not enjoy this season god allowed some kind of prison experience god allowed prison experience for paul and silas so that one family inside the prison needs this gospel so you know if you're going through this tough situation it's not all about you it is someone needs to hear the gospel through you so yeah let's all uh, uh, close our eyes and pray you know believe that god will set you free from this prison experience and also god will use this prison experience to show who is christ to a community let's pray uh, father thank you so much lord for this uh, wonderful morning and lord we believe you are a sovereign god and lord you can always use all kinds of situations in our life lord good bad lord in different places different seasons different age different culture you can use any kind of background lord for your glory lord right now i pray for the people who are going through lord a prison experiences lord who are finding difficult stuck in one place not able to move anywhere feeling hopeless in the name of jesus we pray that god that they will soon receive lord a breakthrough in the life lord and also we pray that god who were struggling to walk with christ in the season who were struggling or having questions about who is god i pray that god will you will strengthen them you will comfort them and lord let your voice be audible and lord uh, and lord prove or lord lord just show up to them god so that their faith will be strengthened lord and i pray that also that god as a church that god use our prison experience to showcase christ to the whole world lord even in this time even like paul and silas inside the prison they were singing hymns so the whole community heard who they were worshiping lord and they were able to reach and preach the gospel lord so bless our church use this prison experience lord to grow and expand the kingdom of god lord then as we pray amen thanks for listening to this message we hope you were blessed to hear more messages like this make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes if you like what you are hearing consider rating us subscribing and even sharing it with friends that would really help us for more content from we are zion and to connect with us go to weazion.in remember whoever finds jesus finds life